Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV show from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Faye. And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeves. And today on the podcast, we are talking about the 2009 movie, uh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not, and we have differing opinions. We have, might have differing <laughs> opinions. Uh, but uh, just very quickly off the top, uh, if you haven't seen this movie... Go uh, see it. Absolutely <laughs> recommend it. Both don't Rebecca, let us spoil it. Yeah, don't <laughs> let us spoil it. Because there are some things in here that, that can be spoiled, so uh, put a pause on this. Uh, right now, if you haven't seen it, go see it because it's an absolute gem. Um, it is a horror movie, kind of like we were saying, uh, Cabin in the Woods energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if, if Cabin in, in the Woods and Get Out had a baby, it's yeah, this movie. <laughs> it's this movie. Uh, and very, very briefly, I guess, a uh, we'll quick recap for people who haven't seen it, if you've ignored all these warnings and you still want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, basically, what it was, um, this, uh, this woman, Grace, is marrying into this very rich family. Um, we figure out that, uh, they have this, uh, this thing where you at the midnight of the, uh, of the day of your wedding, you have to go and draw a card from this box and play whatever game it says. And, uh, there's some Satanism mixed up in that. And, uh, if they, if you draw hide and seek, then the rest of the family has to, uh, go and murder you, find you and murder you. Uh, otherwise, uh, the family will die. Um, <laughs> Craig will be defending the family. <laughs> and, and then here's the spoiler alert part. At the end, she gets away. And this is very important. It turns out the curse is real. Yes, absolutely. And everyone explodes in blood and guts. Yes, I was there for it. And I found it very satisfying. <laughs> very, very satisfying. Yes. Fuck every one of these people. <laughs> I don't like them. And I don't know how you're going to defend them, Craig. Here's the thing. Craig messaged me and was like, all right, uh, I've wa- I just watched this movie. I think it'd be good. Let's do it. And I got halfway through this movie and I was like, how in the <laughs> lo- good Lord's name is Craig going to defend this at all? But it's his pick, so I'm yeah. going to let him do yeah. it, and I'm just going to argue with him for an hour about it. So, I, so obviously the villain is the entire other family. Yes. We've got, uh, we've got um, Daniel, who, uh, at, played by Adam Brody, OCL, they probably keep calling OC, him. Yeah, no, I'm going to uh, call him OC, too. That's actually how I have it written down here. <laughs> uh, Alex, who uh, is the... Uh, man that uh, grace is marrying mm-hmm. um you've got becky who uh is the mother mm-hmm. uh you got dad mm-hmm. um the sister uh, emily right and her husband and uh then there's uh daniel's husband or wife as well so there's like they're six, all crazy they're all crazy they're all crazy super well played yes um, <laughs> love the acting and all this uh grace is fantastic yeah, she's really, the, really that good. That actress, yeah. uh, S- uh, Samara Weaving. Uh, actually, Cat uh, told me, Hugo Weaving's niece. I don't know who Hugo Weaving uh, is. <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith. Agent Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's how I'm going <laughs> to... Let me just say. I think that they were right, but in no way am I rooting for them. <laughs> 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 I think there's some nuance here that we need to be aware of. But I am on Team Grace all the way. Oh, dude. When I was watching this movie, I was like, if this girl doesn't live, I'm going to be so fucking mad. Like, yes. I was just like straight up. I'm going to be furious. This girl has crawled through so much, has survived so much. And I was like, if she dies at the end, I'm going to be hella pissed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and there's a great scene at the end where she's just literally covered in blood, smoking, smoking a, cigarette a cigarette as the house goes up in flames. Um, so here's my defense of the family. Okay. So, um, and it hinges on a couple key points. One, 
to start off with, we uh, start learning from the beginning that this family's great-grandfather, uh, during the Civil War, made a deal with Mr. LaBelle, who is a stand-in for the devil. Yes. Right? Um, that their family would be crazy successful, and the one condition is whenever somebody new joins the family, they have to pull this card from this mysterious box, and if it's hide-and-seek, then they have to sacrifice that person. Before, uh, before dawn. Before dawn. Yeah. The people currently in the family did not make that deal. They have been cursed with this. They were born into this, mm-hmm. right? So, so it's not like they bought in and were like, yes, we're willing to pay that. They were born into it and are now like, if we don't do this, then we die, mm-hmm. right? So that's, my def- that's, the, that's the top defense. The second defense I will give is statistics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, science me, Craig. Okay. <laughs> well, and I'm just going to say, so so they even say in this that this doesn't happen very often. Yes, this is yes, only yes. the second time that it's happened in 40 or 50 years. I think 30, no, because the kids were alive. Oh, so kids let's are say alive. like 30 years. 30, yeah, yeah. the 80s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only, this is only the second time that it's happened. And otherwise you just play a game like Percheesy or Old Maid yes. and it's fine. And you're part of the family now. Um, it, there's an inherent risk in anything we do. If you get on a train, there's a chance that train's going to crash. You get, uh, you walk out in the street, there's a chance you're going to get hit by a car, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just probability. There's a chance that bad things are going to happen no matter what. So, you know, it, there's, there's a chance there's a fire on your wedding night and your entire wedding party gets killed. It's just that this is is codified in this drawing of a card. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is, is that the people have to act as agents to do it. Okay. Here's my <laughs> thing. <laughs> Nobody told these people that they have to get married, that this family <laughs> has to live on. Okay. You don't have to bring new people into this. Okay. True. Because it's very clear that you can go get your dick wet or whatever you want on the side. And it doesn't matter because they establish that by saying that they, uh, the two main characters have been having sex for 18 months. They yep. call it like a hump fest or something. Um, and that they've been together. There's no real reason that they absolutely have to get married. Okay. None of these people had to marry anybody. If it's me and my family and this whole family's cursed, I'm not bringing anybody else in here. And this dies with the team. We all get to live. Okay. We all get to end our lives, but we just can't have children and that's fine. Yeah, I mean that's hey. the, that's the moral take. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Yes, it is the moral take on it, Craig. That's right. And there, dance your way out of that there, one. There and there is a problem with uh, consent in this, which is that uh, Alex doesn't tell Grace this is the deal, and quite clearly uh, both. So so the uh, Fitch and uh, Charity, who've both married into the family, yes, have been told this deal. Yes, absolutely. Because there's uh, uh, Emma or, or Charity says very clearly, do you know what kind of life I was coming from? I signed up for this. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm going back. Mm-hmm. So to her, in her defense, I think she's a bit more of a villain and Fitch is a little more of a villain for actively choosing that life. Yeah, for knowing what it is and then getting into it. Yes, exactly. Whereas I think the mom and the dad 
you know, or at least the dad born into it, uh, doesn't really have a choice. The kids don't really have mm. a choice cause they've been born into it. And, uh, Emily does have a great line where she's like, uh, uh where, uh, OC is like, we all deserve to die. Yes. And she goes, yeah, but my kids don't. Debatable. And they, they end up, <laughs> they end up, they end up deserving it at the end because he shoots her hand. In the hand. Oh, oh that uh, whole scene, man, when she's crawling out of that oh. thing, I was like, oh, <laughs> there were a lot of points in this movie where, like, I watched the whole thing, I didn't turn away, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I'm pretty good with gore and shit, but like, Adam, I'm like, I'm really feeling for this girl, like, I this <laughs> just tenacity of being able to get out of everything, every hole they put her in, every like obstacle that got in her way. She either killed it or jumped over it. Yeah, <laughs> and that the hole in the hand uh, <laughs> scene, and she falls down the pit. <laughs> Uh, and I got there about 10 seconds before they did. Like I, I saw what was coming Uh, about 10 and I was just like, nope, no, 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 no. And then she, and I was like, ah, I didn't see it coming because uh, I would never in my life think uh, to do that. I think. Well, I was like peg and hole. No. Oh God. Yeah. That oh, was super nasty. Super man. brutal. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a statistics. So, it? okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah ju- nobody has to get married into this family. Okay. That's another point. Um, if, if it is, you have to give them a choice, I think. Um, and secondarily, and most importantly, cause this is what I found the most offensive about this. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Now that I'm thinking, I'm like, man, it's probably definitely not the most offensive thing. But uh, a point that really, really bothers me with this is um, you're not giving her a sporting chance. If this is a game, okay, true games, everyone must know all the rules. It wouldn't Mm. be fair for me to sit down and for us to start playing Monopoly when you don't know any of the rules and I just start trouncing your shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, and you just learn as you go along. That is not fair. All participants in a game must know the rules and the outcomes that could happen of said game. Um, I need to know how I can win. That's the, that you have to be fair. And, and they do cover that where before she knows that the hide Mm. and seek involves her being murdered. Yes. The father says to her, she says, so there's no way I can really win. And he goes, well, you could stay hidden until dawn, but you wouldn't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah. know she's going to get murdered. True. Okay, and that's that's the key here. Because <laughs> if I know that, and I have to the count of 100, I'm probably picking up a couple of different things on my way here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm picking some shit up. Um, it, <laughs> you gotta give you, you gotta give her a chance. They don't even give her a chance, really. Well, and I don't think that it's about really giving her a chance. I don't think it's a fair game. I think it's this is we no, need to. No, but if your little psychotic family, right. okay, is all about tradition and all about the game and the the. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't follow the stream of logic that these people are very traditional. All they want is to stay alive. That's all they care about. Because and if they care, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if they cared about her at all, they would at least at the very minimum <laughs> be like, Hey, we're going to try and kill you in a, we're going to count to a hundred and then we're going to try and kill you. All the doors and the windows are locked. <laughs> yeah. Go, go true. Different, different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 
<laughs> I, I'm going to admit, Rebecca, uh, it was more or less that this, this movie, someone suggested this movie by email. Okay. Uh, I'd seen it. I was like, this is a fun one. I realize I'm coming here with a real weak <laughs> argument. <laughs> we'll keep arguing not, me, Craig. I am not on bride murder side. As I said, I'm rooting for Grace the whole time. But I think there is that whole thing of like, man, sometimes just shit goes wrong. And there's this moral question of um, if you get hit by a train, mm-hmm. that's nobody's fault. Okay. You know what I mean? There's just, the well, it cha- might be your fault. <laughs> might be your fault. There could be, but there's a chance. But if, if you push somebody in front of a train, mm-hmm. that becomes you acting and that becomes wrong. Yes. Right. So, so that's the difference here is like uh, the train is going to hit somebody. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is it you or is it somebody else? And as long as there's that, yeah, but that you chance. invited them to the train station. <laughs> okay, they didn't have to go. <laughs> You're right. There's a lot of ways. There are a lot of ways that you can be a, a decent person about this. Yeah, dude. Uh, like you, why does she have to be in this family? She yeah. doesn't have to be. Well, and this this is in no way defensible. But mm-hmm. Alex says to her. You know, she's like, why Why do we even have to get married? Because he says, if I didn't propose, you would have left. Here's the thing. If she- this guy came to me, <laughs> like, I'm in love with this guy, right? I wouldn't be because I think he looks, I don't know. He's, He's not, not for me. N- not your type. All right. <laughs> not for me. Anyway, um, but especially I think, oh, the pair up of these two, I'm like, I don't believe it. That girl's wicked hot. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. very, she's an attractive woman. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. I wasn't questioning that. I was just like <laughs> <laughs> questioning whether or not they work together. But yeah, Either continue way. on. Um, this guy, like again, has established that they can have sex, have a relationship. None of this is a problem. They could just run away. If I'm dating this guy and he tells me this story about his family and it's like, okay, this is the deal. This is why I can't get married to you because they're cult. I, I, I just explain it like it's a cult, okay? Because it is a cult, essentially, mm-hmm. um, but with real repercussions and real, like, mat- whatever you want to call it, uh, witchcraft or, yeah. I don't know, the devil's doing, whatever sure. it is. Um, these people, if you explain that to me, <laughs> then I'm going to go, okay, yeah, we don't need to get married. <laughs> That'll be fine. Or we can just go. Yeah. Or we can part ways. Yes, but give me the option. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, we were talking about baggage in the last episode. Like, you can't, that's a bi- That's a boatload of baggage, That's man. a boatload. That's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of baggage. <laughs> yes, and I, I do feel like another, and the part that I loved about this movie, and correct me if, if you felt differently, okay. but first time you watch it, Mm-hmm. There is this thread that goes through it where you go, is this curse real or is yeah. this family just nuts? And they play with that the whole whole way through, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so that's what I'm saying, like, see this movie, don't let us spoil it for you. At the end, there's the moment where the sun rises. They pull open the. <laughs> I love that. That's they great. pull open yeah. the things. the The ant, the creepy ant, freaks out like she's being hit by sunlight, and then nothing happens for a minute. And you're just like, "Oh, this was just a crazy family mm-hmm. who thinks that they have to yeah, do yeah, this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so much creepier for a minute. And then they start literally exploding like uh, like bugs in a bug zapper, like blood everywhere, which is so satisfying. Very satisfying. So uh, deserved. Yeah. So deserved. And he's the last one to go because he betrays her, obviously, because um, he has this moment where he's like, you're not sticking around if after this, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, 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 no. 
This um, girl, although I, I feel bad for every person that works for this family because they all got it. <laughs> like, I know every one of them got it. <laughs> Those the servants didn't deserve it. Uh, the 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 maids and things like that. They I don't think they deserve that death. Mm, they know what's going on. They're part- so? they're, they're participants. Okay. Play, you know what I mean? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Okay. Like you're, <laughs> you're in the wrong house. You know what I mean? That I'd take that as my night off. I think I'd be like, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my sister's birthday. Yeah, I'm out of here. Like <laughs> I'm just going to take care of the kids. I'm yeah. going to stay in this bedroom. Yeah. Because like even at one point, like, uh, the, this was one of them comes in and is like, she's over. She's like, they're, they're like reporting on her. True. They know what's happening. They can see all these people all, all carrying weapons. I mean, if you get shot at that point, that's on you. I think a bit. Yeah, I think that's on you a bit. You know what I mean? You're in a house. There's people on cocaine wielding oh, weaponry. I think anytime, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but drugs and weapons do not mix, man. Okay, I saw one man cutting a pile of cocaine with a katana, and I was like, I'm out of here. Okay, <laughs> so this is not a party. Rebecca reads about exactly. Party. Okay, yep. so I've got a little. I'm a little frostier than these servants. Okay, let's yep. say that they need to learn a life lesson. <laughs> And they learned it hard. Well, and that, that I would say is like compared to the kids, I would say that you're right. The servants are more complicit in this because one, they get none of the benefits. They're just none doing this. None of the this. benefits and have none of the repercussions. Right. Of if this doesn't work, I'm still alive because I'm not in this family. Yeah. So Stevens, I think, is the ultimate villain of this. The one who's not motivated at all because it's just a job for him. The security yes. guy yeah, who's the like guy driving that, out and like she ends up like strangling. Puts and, like, super creepy music on oh, and sings yeah. happy songs with a girl tied up in the backseat. These guys are crazy. And that's Oh god. And the, uh, we haven't really touched on the humor of this movie but it's it's there. The point where he's driving her back he's drugged her. He's got her in the back of the car and he's for some reason streaming this to the rest of the family <laughs> and they're sitting around going like she's in the backseat. Look <laughs> She just kicks him out, knocks him out with her feet, and the car spins out of control. And they're like, "Oh!" But they're like trying to warn him, like he's but she's behind you, and they can't hear anything because of the music. It's so funny. Yeah, there is a lot of nice, and that's why it does kind of feel like happened in the woods. Yeah, is that there are a lot of nice light touches of humor where like um, they're in this writ, like they're in. Uh, you were saying it's filmed in Casaloma. Yes, uh, here in Toronto, yes. Um, yeah, so um, it's got this really old aesthetic to it, but then you have people sitting around on cell phones, like texting their friend, being like, I should probably leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and maybe get out Googling of deals with devil real or <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, all of that is like so perfectly woven through this. I also really like uh, Adam uh, Brody's character. Mm-hmm. Um, to talk, because he... He, to me, is the one that I think you could argue for. He's the, he is kind of the villain that's not a villain to me in that he was the only character where I was like, I could, I could defend this for you because he does kind of constantly try and push her out a bit. Like you shouldn't be he here. Dies. You shouldn't be marrying my brother. Like you can still da, da, get da, da, out. Da. You can still get out. He is somebody that, um, at the top of this movie tries to shield his brother from seeing, um, the, the first guy get killed. Oh um, yeah. The, aunt, the, yeah. the aunt's husband, yeah. and which we find out is why she's so insane and vindictive is because right. she's like, well, it happened to me. So it's going to happen to you too. We live in a fraternity. Okay initiation happens to everyone but chug but chug but chug like it's <laughs> it's just wrong okay it's wrong i just, just want to see that <laughs> quote out of context we're in a fraternity but chug but chug, but chug. <laughs> 
telling you, man, she's got those vibes of like, like I had to go through initiate, so you do too. Like it's like this weird vindictive energy that she has because like her husband had to get killed, so whatever. So so this is uh, a part of the- so OC here is like um, he he's somebody that is compelling to me because you start to uh, slowly understand as the story's unfolding why this guy's a drunk. Yeah. Why this guy's always drinking and always like trying to make little quips and whatever because like this is a nightmare and he doesn't want to live in it. He says uh, he says uh, to his he's like I I don't think we don't deserve to live. We shouldn't live. We need to end this. And he is exactly correct. He is exactly okay? right. He's exactly right in my mind at least. Um, I know you're arguing for the people that say hail Satan a bunch of times <laughs> at the end of the movie, Craig. But you know, for us on the other end of this fence, <laughs> uh, we're just I I guess what. I'm arguing for is self-preservation and uh, and preservation of your family as well. So so like so it ends up being real this this curse and mm-hmm. they allude to the fact that they know other families that this has happened to. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's real easy to be like, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice myself to make this better or help a person out. <laughs> it's a really tough thing to be like, I'm going to sacrifice uh, myself and my nephews, and my sister, and my mother, and like the whole family. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a real tough choice to make. And especially if it's not one that you opted into. Here's the thing is I think this, uh, I think your argument would uphold a lot better if these people weren't reaping rewards off of this. Mm. So like if it was just like these people are a normal family, they have a normal house, they have normal jobs, you know what I mean? Like they're just literally like, Sometimes every 30 years we have to kill somebody so the rest of the family can live. Um, I could get on board with that narrative a little more. Yeah, if they're just like straight up multi-generational like, vampires. <laughs> exactly. Like off the top of this like we movie. we need to feed once every 30 years. Mm, yeah. And then the whole family gets to survive. Then we start thinking. Then I can start, you know, arguing here or there, the morality of whatever. But like this is a bunch of people that she says off the top are have more money than God, like richer than God. That's how it's described, okay? These people have an exuberance of wealth, and at no point has anyone mentioned anything about charity work. No. (laughs) These people aren't donating their money. They're not doing good for the community. It's not like, if they had set these people up, like we use this money... For to to help out people, we we make sure people stay alive. Foundations, like we have foundations. We like I I make sure that there's like I don't know like five hundred kids in a third world country that I take care of personally. You know what I mean? My money takes care of personally. Like it's if, if you have that kind of narrative where these people should live because they're they're really in the, they're good. really trying to be good. They're trying to be moral. These people aren't trying to be moral. They're not true. trying to be good. They're out there getting their shit, they're getting their kicks, they're getting their licks, they're getting drugged up, they don't give a shit. They have this weird culty energy to them where it's like you've had visions and like they are literally like a satanic group of people that are reaping the rewards off of a deal on the devil and they should all die. (laughs) Your point is that rich Satanists are not good? (laughs) Yeah, that is, that's kind of what I'm hanging my argument off of. (laughs) Is that, yeah, because even when you look you're at these- right at the charity thing though that would add like that extra oh, dimension yeah. of like of 
what sacrifice are you do you are you willing to make for the greater good because and like now great, not, it becomes a greater good argument yeah it's like when you're like uh, when you talk about like the like the train argument of like because uh, it's kind of the same concept of like do you do you try and save one person or do you one person you know or 15 people you don't know exactly okay because the the, the larger the number becomes the more moral I think it does become to try and stay alive like if these people are really helping large amounts of people large communities I get on board with that do Dude, like you have a music room, kill yourselves. Okay, <laughs> kill yourself. You got a music she, room, as she says, <laughs> a perfectly reasonable room to have. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's crazy, dude. So like these people are even the because, ch- and you touched on that a little earlier. But to bring it back to the idea of these children, because I do think that is a really good line in it, and yeah. something where it's like, okay, you can kind of see at least the wheels turning in this lady's head, like what she's doing. First of all, this is not a good. She feels like borderline zero remorse for killing all of the servants. <laughs> She's more, she is more co- I, as a comedic gag. I loved how she kept fucking up. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes, she's yes, yes, great. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, amazingly acted by the, uh, the actress who plays uh, Winona Earp. So if you're a fan of that, uh, that TV show, check her out in this. She's fantastic. No, she's absolutely. She's phenomenal. so funny. Uh, like, why do I keep? <laughs> <laughs> but again, this is somebody where it's like, this is, um, because of her age, you know, this must be the first time she's doing this and yes. she feels next to nothing about it. Like it hasn't even, so we're dealing with people that are operating at a level where you have, um, you, there's something wrong fundamentally with your brain. Well, and they clearly have been, uh, what's the word conditioned for this because they're yeah, talking they about brainwash. There's, there's, they're some, talking about sacrificing goats. That's why they have a barn full of goats yeah. on the, on the premise. Right. And, and, uh, the husband says at one point, it's like, yeah, at a certain point, I looked around and we were slitting goats' throats and offering it to Satan. And I thought, maybe this isn't normal. And you'll do, he says, I realize you'll do almost anything your family asks you to. And that's why he originally left and where he meets Grace, right? Yeah. And then you see him do the complete turnaround at the end where he turns out, like, he's just like, yeah, you know what? They're right. We got to kill you. Let's do it. Uh, Quick move. Oh man. Every time this girl survived, I was like, brilliant. Like, yeah. So <laughs> there good. were moments where I was like, there's no way. Like, how are we doing it, girl? Like, how are we getting there? Yeah. And let's talk. I just want to talk about her for a second because yes. she is absolutely fan. Like, this, uh, so well acted. There's a moment right at the beginning where she's, uh, she just gets up and walks away. And this is her wedding day. Mm-hmm. And she just like does this like little dance. Oh yeah. As yeah, she's yeah. walking along and I was like, you did that as the actress and I immediately am like, I like you. You're fun, you're funny, you're charming, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a little sarcastic, you call people on like I was like, I'm on board with you right away. She just does this like little hop and shoulder shimmy. It's like the cutest thing and I'm like on board. I know exactly. You're not a person who's, you know, holding their shoulders back and You're like, not here for the money. Yeah, you're not you're not like you know, with the book on your head and moving so gracefully. It's mm-hmm. like, this is my wedding night. I'm going to have a little fun. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a little, a little dance. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, and then Kat brought this up as we were watching it. Her screams... Fantastic. Fantastic! It seems like a weird thing to compliment, no, right? But I can't... Horror, pain, frustration, mm. anger. Like, she conveys so much by screaming. It's 
phenomenal. There's a moment, and I know this is so stupid to compare, but there's a moment where she's on the road, okay? Oh. And she's just survived every, like, she's just been shot at. She just got, like, try, like somebody just tried to choke her out, I think, like, twice by this point. Yeah. Like, she's literally, like, she. it's after she's had the hole in her hand. Like, she's gotten, she's crawled out of, like, a hole in the ground, okay? It survived so much and she's on the road trying to get picked up by somebody and he just tells her to get off the road and she just in a bride's dress covered in blood covered in blood and he's like get off the road lady (laughs) get out of the way Um, which again I feel like is something that would happen to the real world absolutely Uh, absolutely and she just has this moment where she's screaming and just like it's so from her gut like it's just from the, the soles of her feet like you can feel it it's her whole body screaming and I've never lived of course anything close to this but I look at her I'm like I've done that in my head before <laughs> yes. like, or I've had because you know that moment where like you just you think you've made it out of the bullshit pile and there's just realize you're just in the middle of you're a, in the foothills of bullshit, bullshit mountain, mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just having a fucking meltdown and I was like I identify with that and then 100% Im- yeah and then immediately after she's like what is wrong with rich people <laughs> yeah I was like, this girl is my internal monologue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god. She is. Yes. Every everything she's feel. I'm like, I, I would, I would do this. I would have this breakdown. I would feel this way. Like, yeah. at a moment though, I'm like, I'd probably. Although, yeah, probably about halfway through this movie, I'm like, I'd be dead by now for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 at I a would moment, I just look at them and be like, just fucking shoot me. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. And she, uh, the other thing she does, she stops and like rips her wedding dress mm-hmm. and like, so she can like run in it and like puts on her like chucks, which I'm like, you're clearly young. If you think running, around. I know it's better than high heels, but running around in chucks. Who? Oh, no, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. I would be sure. laid up for a week. My back. <laughs> I don't know why, and, and this is gonna sound stupid, but I she just reminded me of like a like a or like 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 pickle Rick or so. Did you ever watch? Uh, yeah, 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 Rick yeah, yeah. And Morty? Like this this idea of like you started from nothing and you've just crawled your way out of everything that's been put in front of you, just collecting shit on the way. Yes. You choke somebody out with your wedding sash. Get it, girl. So like good. you're oh, la, 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 la. hitting him in the face with like a boiling pot of water and like. Uh, Oh God, it's it's super good. Um, and her, I, I, let's talk about this for a second too, because I thought when I watched this movie in theaters, I was like, well, this Halloween, everybody's gonna go as this. Like that, this is going to be the costume where it's her in her oh, torn up yeah. wedding dress with the bandolier of shotgun mm-hmm. shells across her hand and the shotgun in her hand with the, the chucks on. Yeah. And I was like, that's gonna be cosplayed so much and I have yet to see it. Oh, I want to do that. Because that it sounds is, great. It's, yeah. it's such a badass look. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, there's a couple of moments in this movie where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was just, honestly, I this is one of the few movies where I was rooting for her from the start. Immediately, I'm rooting for you. Yeah. I don't need any more information than what you've given me. Um, I don't think you're going to turn and I don't think there's going to be a twist on your character or anything like that. I believe this is you and I want you to live. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, if you just want to watch a girl beat the shit out of rich people for an hour and a half, this is a great movie. Um, I also like that it's an hour and a half. I know this is not it on was top tight. Of anything. Yeah. It is a super tight film and it doesn't, 
it doesn't feel long, but it doesn't feel short either. Like it doesn't feel like they cut anything out or they needed extra shit. I was like, this is a perfect hour and a half movie. Yeah. And you don't get a they lot covered of those everything. anymore. They you covered don't. it all. The story was told. The scenes had time to breathe. Every writer thinks they're a genius now that needs two and a half hours for some saga. And it's like the, a lot of these can just be good straight off the hop. And I feel like we also got a really good sense of who all these characters are. Yeah. With the exception of the help, right? They weren't very well developed, but they were kind of almost more just cannon fodder for comedic purposes. Yeah. And I think very arguably uh, bad people. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, bad people. You yeah. know what's up. Okay, you don't need to work for these people. Unless, okay, here's the case. I will say, I am assuming these people are getting paid very well. You have to Well, assume. you have to be. It, you, you, they you, are making a literal you gotta deal with the devil like, when they do it. You got to have, like, secret money. Like, we have, you got to keep some secrets. And here's a lot of money for those secrets. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and clearly, the, the, the one thing I would say about you were like if they were just middle class people and just had to do this yeah that would be the one problem with this is they wouldn't have the means in order to cover all this up like they they clearly have some sort of system where they can have a pit of bodies on their premise oh yeah and i don't know if that's also mr labelle helping them out mm -hmm. or labelle sorry uh helping them out be like yeah no one's gonna notice these people missing or True. Whatnot. what 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 sal yearly salary would you need to work for this family <sighs> Well, here's here's where I go back to my original <laughs> point, right? Okay. Where you go, mm -hmm. this doesn't happen that often. So I guarantee you, none of these uh, none of these people have been working for them s since the last time that happened, right? Like certainly not I think any maybe of the old guy though. Yeah, he Stevens seemed a little. Running. Yeah, he seemed a little too on board and too in the know of what was going on. Right. Like the other people just kind of seemed like. Well, the one girl obviously was terrified and was like, "What the fuck's the going on?" The one that was killed in a dumbwaiter. She, she's Ugh. not. She's not a bad person for no. sure. <laughs> well, she except she yells, "She's over here!" Mm, right that's before right. the dumbwaiter. She does yell, "She's over here!" Uh, yeah. So I don't. know. <laughs> no, you know what? They what are the all bad. What is the price of murder? You're asking. Like, yeah, what, what that's what I'm I be asking paid you. For murder. What's your What's your What's your dollar? Ah, jeez. If it's unlikely that you'll see, like knowing that there's only a chance. So, like, let's, let's that you would have to be an accessory to murder. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I could do. I don't think I can honestly do that. Ah, I take, that's so funny. I was trying to bait you into yeah. giving me a number and then me telling you I would never accept any amount. <laughs> <laughs> well, Damn it, it, Craig, it becomes, you're too good of a person. <laughs> it becomes like a, a question of harm uh, by degree. Yeah, of right? course. Where you're like, am I, so have we all worked or supported things uh, without knowing it that cause harm to other people? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Okay. I've sold, I've, I've I, sold $12 watches. I know where those watches came from. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've drank coffee in my life. Yeah, like, absolutely. you know what I mean? I've. Uh, quinoa's <laughs> destroying the economy of South America. Uh, oh, I didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's apparently like so popular in North America now that like as a staple in South America, um, like it's been priced out. So like the people who grow it can't afford to oh, eat it. Oh, it's like bananas. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad, very bad. But it's like, it's how close you have to get to that evil and that bad for what price that's really like, that's the thing. It's not, you're like, you can sit here and say, I would never accept any amount of money mm -hmm. for the chant off chance that my employer might murder somebody in the next 30 years because there's such degrees. You're like, well, would you work for somebody who works for 
that person? Would you answer emails to the guy who does security for the people who kill maybe once every 30 years? Uh, Would you do the taxes of the person that sends the email to the, like, you know what I mean? It, it keeps, you can kick the can down the road and you go, well, I didn't do that. I had no point. I had no hand in that. But at a certain point, we're all contributing a little bit, oh, yeah. you know? It's, but it is. It's how close are you? <laughs> it's yeah. It's how close and how yeah. close are you comfortable? To me, I'm always like, like when I look at those people, I'm like, I wouldn't agree to it because no amount of money could pay for the amount of therapy that I would need. I don't even think there's a level of therapy. You know what I mean? Like, there's no level of drugs that are gonna lock this out of my mind. Like, I'm gonna think about this forever. Yep. And like, you it, to me, it's like you know when you have. We, we all have things that we've done that we've regretted and you think about it later and you're like, ah, oh, man, that'd be nice to go back and fix that thing. Sure. How big is this thing? <laughs> it's a really big thing to think about forever yes. and go, oh, well, if I had done this little thing differently or if I had done that little thing differently, like, and me, you know, maybe that's just about like my anxieties or whatever. Cause like, no. I'm just constantly floating through going like, oh, that could have been different or this could have been different. But like, imagine on that scale, you leave that house I, going, oh, fuck. I can't even imagine like the biggest thing for me is like what if you accidentally like cause the death of a kid like you hit a kid with your car or something like that and it's mm. just like like I haven't done that but even the idea of that happening and just like how would you go on like yeah, how would you dude. you know so yeah you're right absolutely That's what I'm saying. these are bad bad people <laughs> <laughs> they're all bad people they're villains they're bad people and i will not defend them <laughs> i was rooting for grace the I, whole time as, as was i <laughs> the whole time they're all horrible people either either on cocaine so, they're self-obsessed yeah. they're not in love with who they're with which is a weird thing for me yeah, also very true the I could kind of maybe, and not that I'm like, I, I would condone it or be like, oh, that's very understandable, but I could wrap my head around it a little more if there was some hard ties of love through this family. But it all seems very like, uh, sell, it's all self-serving. How, how do I stay alive? Like how, how, you know what I mean? Like how am I going to be wealthy for the rest of my life and be well taken care of? And my kids are well taken care of. And we do this, like we kill goats every year and it's normal and that's fine. And we do it at, to them really young. So they're fucked up for their whole lives. Yeah. Like those kids die. Cause like, I, that's the only thing where I'm like, ah, there's a little conflict there. Cause like the one kid I'm like, yeah, that kid's, shot got to get God. Okay. You shot somebody just not even like he, because the thing is, is he didn't even like talk to anybody or like, Oh, I'm going to be a part of this. He did it on his own volition. Like he was like, Oh, I saw what everybody else was doing. So like, I was like, yeah, I got to yeah, pick up that gun that I've never seen or used before and shoot a lady I've just met. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just don't think, yeah, like that kid's probably screwed forever. But the other kid, I was like, ah, he might've had a chance, but kid stayed in bed yeah he kind of gotta he had to clean the slate though <laughs> they're a devil family they are a devil family uh so what you're telling me is you don't buy my super weak no <laughs> argument about no, rolling no, no. the dice the entire time <laughs> craig you gotta know the entire time i watched this movie i was like, like what, what was craig planet <laughs> <laughs> was craig on when he suggested this <laughs> Because I disagree. Also, and for me, honestly, I find it very, 
very, very hard to defend anybody that's ultra rich. I know. That's another reason ultra I thought rich. this is going like, to be a fun one. <laughs> again, like if these people, like if this was like some back alley family that are yeah. just trying to survive, like, okay, like that's to me a little more of a compelling start where I'm like, okay, yeah. like there's a, maybe a little more gray area here. For me, there is absolutely fucking zero gray area. Okay. These people should all hold hands and walk into the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Like it, the buck stops here and it's not even like, it's not even like you couldn't live a phenomenal life. Okay. Like you have more, they say you have more money than God. Okay. Just a huge exuberant amount of money. You could just not take a partner and live like a baller for the rest of your life. You could be Barney Stinson forever, okay? Yeah. And that would be kinder to society than what you're doing. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Wrap your head around that one, right? Like, <laughs> Jesus. These yeah. people are horrible people, self-serving, very vain. You can tell, like, you know what I mean? Very waspy, like, vibes, everybody. The only person, honestly, the only person I kind of liked was the aunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, her story, I'm like, I, you know what I mean? Like, your husband got got, okay? So now you're out here trying to rectify things. It's not right, but... I can understand why you're a little kooky. Why you're, why you're coming from this angle. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. you're like angry. The eyebrows they drew on her were yeah. perfect. <laughs> she looked pissed the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and just the, like even early scene right in the movie when they're getting married, it's like everyone stands up because the bride's coming. Yeah. And she there's this moment where you can see her and she does this thing where she looks around with like this thing of disgust on her face and then stands up after everyone else has. She's like, oh, we're doing this? Like, it's such mm -hmm. a small moment, but I appreciate it so much. On the second viewing of this, because I was like, I know exactly who your character is and how, like why you would act that way. It's fantastic. Yep. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Do you think the family, because it's, it's well-established off the top of this movie that um, these people have been very dismissive of Grace. Like, they don't want her here. Like, they've been quite rude to her again and again and again. Like, you're, like, after the money, you're after this, you're after that. Do you think um, that is an attempt to not have to play this game? Or do you think it's because they genuinely believe she's not worthy to be in this cult family? I think... Well, because I think she, Grace feels that way. Yes. Um, She's and, not wrong though. They make no. comments in front of her. Yeah, right? and Andy McDowell does come up and be like, "I used to be like you." Like, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I think they're probably a family that's really def like has to be quite choosy about who they let into their family. Yes, um, it's very much hinted at that charity kind of had nothing, and that's the re like they don't really go talk about Fitch, um, mm -hmm. what his background was, um, but they do point out that. Uh, Grace was in foster care, so she has no real family. So, so you kind of see the pattern of these are all people without uh, their own family or mm -hmm. or big social networks that would go be noticed if they went missing. Yes, you know what I mean. Or maybe they're just asking her all these things about, are you after the money and blah blah blah, because they want her to be in it for the money, because that's the. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Right? We that want like, you to we be We want you to be like us. Like yeah. we want you to want it for the money cuz that's what we're here for. And that's what keeps you in this deal. Yes. Well, that's the other thing that's kind of crazy to me. So let's say, okay. Let's say everything goes well. Okay? Like this girl shows up, she gets a goldfish card. Okay? Like yeah. perfect. She plays this silly game, she goes to bed, like nothing else happens. 
But at a moment, they have to explain this to this girl that she, because essentially what they've done is they've cursed her without her knowledge. Mm -hmm. Because you have to, like, if you play the game, you're in the family. And whether that game is hard or easy, it doesn't matter. You're still cursed. Yes. Okay. And so you will blow up if any member of the family. Yes. Uh, isn't mur- it doesn't participate in murder. Exactly. Because if it's not this year, it might be a couple years from now. I might be a grand. I, who knows? But you ha- kind of have to let me know if I'm going to buy into a curse. Because even best case scenario of this, one year I'm probably going to have to try and kill somebody. Yeah. At the minimum, I've got to stand around, hold hands with your family with a bunch of candles and a goat. Okay, like this is bad. <laughs> you're, you're, you're asking me to secretly convert religions to Satan. Exactly. Yeah. And you haven't given me any knowledge of that. Like, can you imagine if you got married to somebody and the first thing they do after is like, okay, so you're going to go get baptized now? Yeah. Which is like to. real, obviously super mild comparatively to, to what this is. But think about that as a, how, how much of an intrusion on in your person that is like how you haven't been prepped or warned or let know that this is what's going to happen if you want to be in this family. Yeah. By the way, we have a secret. We are part of a secret cult yeah. and now you need to join it because, because you've married me. Exactly. So yeah. you got to let me know if I'm about to get cursed. Yeah. Best case scenario of this is still garbage. There <laughs> is some real bad consent. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's no consent in this uh here's a here's the theory i came up with do you think that the um the card is determining whether or not you're a horrible enough person to join this family like okay like she's too good and therefore could never exist in this family so we have to kill her here okay here's where maybe i think you could make an argument okay is that i think I think I think it's based off of knowing if a person could survive or not. I don't think anybody in that room, they all got easy cards because none of them would survive. Oh, uh, yeah. None they're, of them would. Yes, they are all very weak. Okay. They're all because they've all been weak too flaws. well taken care of for too long. Okay, they don't have this kind of they they don't have the skill set to do any of this. Okay, it's not gonna go well. Okay, and I think if this is predetermined at all, I think it's because that family's time was up. Yeah, that's why she got the card. Well, it was time for them all to die, and that she had the best chance of doing it. Right. So Mr. LaBelle is like, this is funny. Yeah, he's, tr- he's tired of bankrolling these people. He's tired of being daddy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just wants to get these people got. It, it would be maybe a theory that I would go yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Is that if this is... She, he knew that it would cause trouble, and he likes trouble. He's an agent of chaos, really. Exactly. And it's like, like when you look at the one guy, and he's like, oh, I got old maid. Like, what is that even? It's like, yeah, because, like, look at you. You're, you wouldn't survive, man. Yeah. There's no way. Every one You're of these Googling, people... You're Googling, like, how yeah, to use a crossbow on the, the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's watching videos of, like, how to use a crossbow. Like, this guy would not have lived. So I think maybe um, they pick people that have the highest possibility for success. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like even that one guy might have had a chance had the kid not had um, Adam Brody's character not told where he was. That's true. He might have made it out. Yeah. And maybe that's why he was and chosen. It, it's a sporting game at that point. Exactly. Because like it has to not, there has to be some sport to it. Right. Because that that's clearly what. Mr. LaBelle, the Satan, whoever mm-hmm. he is, wants. He wants 
conflict and uh, and sport and because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why it's all based on games, right? Yeah, and that's why I think like none of these. And here, oh, I have a question: yeah. is, is at any point it just determined whether uh, children have to take the cards, or is it only if you're married into? I think if it's only if you marry in. So I think probably it's like it's you know if you have a kid, they're in the family because they're born into the family. But it's anytime anyone joins the family. Because the only way in my mind that it would seem, well, not fair, but none of it's fair, but like if there was like some sort of like a, where it's like, okay, when you turn 13, you got to pull a card. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't think that's it. But they even Mm -hmm. talk about how there's cousins who have left or something like that. So by the way, that's the other thing. Oh, you can leave. (laughs) No, you can leave. Yeah. But they were talking about cousins who went and eloped and then they just die the next day. Yeah. So it's like, because they didn't come back to the house and have the wedding there. So like, but, but, but I just want to point out mm -hmm. that we are now on the scope of cousins. Yeah. These, this immediate family has cousins Mm -hmm. and they have kids like, like so many people died when, uh, when, uh, Grace didn't get murdered. Like, like like there's, there's a cousin over in Europe somewhere who was like, never got married, did exactly what you said Mm -hmm. and was like, fuck this. I'm going to give to charity somewhere because this is great grandfather this is civil war like mm-hmm. you know how big a family could get in that and they've known cousins who this has happened to or they've known people who did who chose not to draw a card it's like they they stress this so much that this is not a thing that you can really opt out of at any point beyond your uh, very good suggestion of just of nobody gets just married nobody gets married why does any of these people need a piece of paper from the government is beyond me <laughs> yeah well because it perpetuates the deal with the devil is what uh, it yeah. Is. yeah well yeah probably be a short movie otherwise right <laughs> yeah but honestly i was like this got suggested i was like one we should do this because it's a really good fun movie to watch. it is a good fun movie absolutely and two there is no way in hell rebecca is going to agree with oh, this no. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was like, no, she's going <laughs> to. I was like, this will be fun. Yeah. I got a, I got a real weak argument for it, but I just kind of want to know what Rebecca's <laughs> take is. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, not good, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but honestly, yeah, really worth watching if you haven't seen it. Yeah. You, you should have seen it already before we spoiled it all for you. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's I, it. I think you've swayed me. I don't think the, <laughs> I don't think the yeah. arrogant, rich, no, uh, the, the people that were yelling "Hail Satan" a bunch, no, are, I don't. are necessarily. Uh, they weren't for me, but I will. Yeah, honestly, uh, Adam Brody's character, I think, was the the one where I was like. You you have the most redeemable characteristics. You you see the gray. You see what should maybe happen here. And a nice thing would have been like because he died before everyone blew up. Yeah, it would have been kind of nice if there was like a little bit of a redemption for me because because once the curse is broken and everyone blows up, mm-hmm. that he gets to come back. Like that's that's the way that you get out of it is because he sacrificed himself. Oh no, to I save think he. Her. I because I don't think. I think his character had an expiry date yeah. like his, because even if he did live on, like, I don't think he's living a good life. You know what I mean? Like, no, he yeah, was yeah, really messed someone. up. Like he was, I think that that had a shelf life for him and I don't think he needed to come back. No, I think, enough. I think he died a very honorable death and that's awesome. Yes. There we go. You, you were trying to help. 
your wife shot you. <laughs> good endings. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's as good of an ending as you're going to get. Well, yeah. Cause he, he, your whole, fa- your whole family's a nightmare. You're a nightmare too. Like you've, he literally has blood on his hands in the sense of like he pointed when he was a child, he pointed this kid out yep. or the, that guy out being like, he's here, get him, get him, get him. Like, yep. Yeah. That, that was the best ending he could have had, I think. Yeah, okay. No, I, I you swayed me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got real. I was yeah. coming to this one with real weak arguments, is yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, anything else you wanted to no, add? No, I about think this? that's it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, time to give our definitive rankings yeah. of how good the villain was. I've got, a, uh, I've got an in laws ranking. So nice. I've got from uh, Meet the Parents to Get Out. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got a, a dinner with the Kushners because <laughs> I think that's how creepy that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jared Kush- yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's why that's that's what this family had vibes for me for the entire time. I was like, this is some Kushner energy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I did a we- I did the wedding scale. Okay. Uh, so from uh, eloping at City Hall all the way to uh, destination wedding. I'm going to give this a uh, wedding with a cash bar uh, because we know why you're doing it, but you're still a monster. (laughs) (laughs) No cash bars. No cash bars. What are you talking about? I'm taking my toaster back. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, before uh, we get to our hero and villain of the week where we discuss people who've inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Yeah, uh, please like and subscribe if you can leave us a review. We always appreciate it. You guys have been really good at that. So if you've done that, sorry, we tell you every week, but... You know, we got to let them know. Um, you can also uh, follow us at VWR Podcast. Email us at villainwasright at gmail.com uh, and like our Facebook page. Yeah. And this was a, someone suggested this, as we said. Uh, so, yeah, we do listen to your suggestions. And Absolutely. We, uh, we Even if we do don't them. agree, we'll do them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can uh, also, uh, if you want a little extra content or, um, you know, just to help the podcast out a little with production costs and everything like that, you can head over to patreon.com slash villain was right. And uh, sign up to be a patron. We've got uh, bonus episodes, uh, two every month. Uh, we also have early release episodes. You can vote on uh, audience choice yeah, episodes. Yeah, get your vote on. So we've got uh, Wedding Crashers, uh, which is actually uh, next week, which is uh, voted by our patrons as as the redemption round for this month. This was a second place movie, and it beat out all the other second place movies. So <laughs> <laughs> Toy the Story best of 2. Second place. Toy Story 2 is always the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's, <laughs> it's lost by one vote. Oh twice. no, uh, we should just do it anyway. We should probably, we will. Yeah, at some point, let's just but, do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks to you. Thanks for so much for listening and uh, telling your friends and family about us. We love you guys. Now it's time for hero, hero villain. or villain of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? <laughs> uh, so I got a real uh, light, light hero here, but God, this made me laugh so hard. Um, I, uh, as, as some of our more regular listeners know, I, I work in schools. I, I'm constantly traveling around to different schools. So I was on uh, Google Maps and I was finding directions to this school. And for the first time ever, I don't know why, it occurred to me that this school has a ranking. Like people have reviewed this elementary school. No. Yeah, I didn't know that was possible, Well, because <laughs> it's like any location on Google Maps, you can really? leave a review, right? So I was like, do churches have review? Oh, I'm going to look into this yeah. shit. So I'm like, who is <laughs> like, who's leaving reviews for an elementary school, right? Is it yeah. like the parents or whatever? And it's kind of like a three star rating. Okay. I'm like, That's so weird. So I click yeah. on it very clearly becomes clear. It's the kids who attend this school. That's so funny. Right? I love that. Dude. So, so, oh. so first one is, 
uh, first uh, review there is, this is the best school I've ever attended, which is only something you would say if you've only ever attended elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Immediately, any building that's built for adults is yeah. a better school that you've attended than an elementary school. The next one's like, hey, it's pretty good, I guess. I just wish they'd let us have, uh, wish they'd let us have snowball fights. And like, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then the third one was, sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. That's, that's I great. Just, I walked around the apartment all night just saying to Kat, like, sucks ass. Sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's really uh, great. Just, just two words. Just poetry. Uh, poetry. Sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, laughs I, so hard. Every time I read a review that's like that, I always try and picture the person that wrote it and like what they were doing in the moment that they wrote it. Like he like set like he hit the enter key really hard when he <laughs> yeah buddy hit somebody with a dodgeball right yeah. after. You know what I mean? Like this kid's awesome. Max grade six. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, this is this was an act of rebellion. I said bad. <laughs> words on the internet yeah, yeah, yeah. i just oh but fuck. he told so, people about it like it's just, a story for him which is best school ever wish we could throw snowballs sucks ass, ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh, that kid's it. gonna go on to do great things yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man well for me i'm gonna i was thinking about i don't know why i was thinking about server stories because i've been a server for eight years of my life um i had this one okay first of all i don't i don't like and i I don't completely understand the the dynamic of I have to turn down somebody older than me alcohol like I have to cut you off like oh. cutting people off is one of the worst things uh as as a bar as somebody that bartends or serves or whatever cutting somebody off is always the fucking worst. Okay. It's a nightmare. I hate doing it. You have to though, obviously, because yes. like, I, do, I don't want you to get into an accident. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. And I especially don't want to be the person that facilitated that. <laughs> okay. Especially. Right. But it's a weird dynamic, especially like when you're younger and it's like, you know, somebody's like twice your age and they're like, give me another beer. And you got to be like, no, I'm your parent tonight. <laughs> and I have to tell you that you are not allowed to have any more. And it's just such a weird dynamic dynamic, right? But you got to do it. And I get that you have to do it, but it's my least favorite part of the job. Of course. Okay. And it's weird. <laughs> it's freaking weird. I think a manager should do it every time or somebody. It, I, I just don't think it should be the person that's serving them. I think somebody else should step out of authority and do it because it's very weird, especially when it's like a dude or somebody that I think could get violent or whatever. Like I started taking boxing lessons just because of that. Like I was like, I'm cutting people off. I need to be able to throw a fist if I need to. Um, but this woman in particular, I had a particularly fun woman one day. Um, I used to work at this brunch restaurant. And so please note that it is noon. <laughs> okay, very important <laughs> to this story that it is oh. noon, dude, noon. Okay. And I, I cannot describe it other than like spidey sense. But if you work at a bar for a really long time, you know when something's about to happen. Like you just, you feel it. Shift in the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something, yeah. something happens. And you can just feel it in your bones and you're like, fuck, I'm gonna have to deal with something in a minute, right? Because I see this woman, she's really done up, which is also kind of, like she's just the most weirdest collection of a person I've ever seen. Because she's got a fur coat on, her, like it's clear that she has money, like a lot of money. She's got huge bags on her arms from like, like a, a really nice store, like boutiques and stuff like that. Like clearly she's been shopping all morning or something, right? She's got this super short done up haircut, fur coat on, 
but I can see her in the street, like I'm serving a drink and she's not even in the restaurant yet, but I know she's coming in. Like I can feel it in my freaking bones. I'm like, I have this to talk to this woman. Oh, no. Yeah. This woman's weaving in and out of traffic on Bloor street. Right. I'm like, Oh God, like I can't. And I know she's going to come in and ask me for a drink. Like, I just know that's what's about to happen. We lock eyes. She comes in. I'm like, Fuck. Okay. So I used to have this, I, this, is, this is what I used to do. If I knew I had to cut somebody off and I had to do it, what I would do is I would, before I would say no, I would go into the back, pretend to talk to a manager, come back out and say, I'm sorry, my manager told me I cannot serve you alcohol. That way, I at least remove myself a little bit from this decision, and then it's not my decision, so I there's less argument here, is what I feel like. You know what I mean? I can yes. cover my ass a bit. Hopefully, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry, but like my manager told me no, so I can't. Even if there's not a manager in the building, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll just, I'll bring out a kitchen guy and be like, this is my manager. <laughs> yeah. Who's the tallest person in this building? That's the manager. <laughs> okay, the biggest person in this room is the manager. I don't give a fuck, okay? So I tell her, so like she asked me for, she's like, I'll have a double Jack and Coke, right? It's always yeah. a double, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's new. I mean, you're gonna go. Yeah, you're going, you're yeah, getting it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You've had you're a bad day. I don't know what's on. happened to this woman. Maybe she's had a terrible day. I don't know. But like, it's very clear to me that I cannot serve you, okay? Yeah. I just watched you almost cause like six accidents, right? So I go to the back, I do my thing, come back out, and I go, I'm really sorry, but my manager told me that I cannot serve you a drink. And you gotta understand that this is like peak hour, this peak brunch hour, okay? So this place is rammed. Like we have a lineup at the door. I do not wanna deal with this woman, right? So I'm like, I'm sorry, can't serve you a drink. And she looks at me, she's like, is it cause I'm fucking older than you? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I was just like shook by her. I was like, what do you mean older? She's like, is it because you're prettier than me and you think I'm ugly? And I was like, oh, we're projecting hard. Right? Okay, I got what we're doing right now. Like yeah. you're having a drug day. Like you went out, you went shopping, you got done up because you're not feeling valuable. Okay, you're feeling old or unattractive uh, or whatever it is. And now you're throwing that all over me. <laughs> and I'm like, no, ma'am, like, I'm so sorry. Like it, and, and at this point I just have to start being, I'm like, it's very clear that you have been drinking quite a bit before you've entered into this building. I cannot legally serve you any more alcohol. I'm really sorry. I just cannot do it. And she starts, and this is when she starts screaming, okay? And like everybody in the bar's looking at her now. Like it's not a huge place. And like these people are all like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, this is discrimination. She's like, you're doing this because I'm unattractive. And she's screaming this at me now, right? And I'm like looking at people, like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I did not say that. I did not say it. Like, I'm like, cause now it looks like I've just told this woman that I'm like, you're I'm fucking ugly. Get out of my bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. I would never say that to a person. Um, anyway, so she's screaming this. And at one point she's about to leave because like, obviously nothing's happening here and she's made her scene. So she's going to make her peace with it and go somewhere else and hopefully find a drink somewhere else. Um, she just goes, I want you to know that I work at a hospital. And she screams this out. Uh. And this guy from the corner of the room, so nicely, just goes, 
what hospital? <laughs> I fucking uh, died, dude. So funny. I went over afterwards, gave the guy a free coffee because I was like, that's so funny, dude. And he's like, no, he's like, genuinely, I wanted to know. I don't want to go to that hospital. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she's a bit of a villain. He's a bit of a hero. It was just, that one was having a tough day. Yeah, that one was, I think she's having a real bad day. But uh, yeah, man, it's just such a weird idea to cut off people. At noon. You, yeah, but you got to do it. You got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all. Uh, where can people follow you, Craig? Yeah, uh, at, at Craig Fay Comedy, Facebook and Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. That's yep. it. For me. Uh, and as as usual, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Uh, again, I've got a, a comedy album out called Buddy. If you want to check that out, you, you check it out for free on Spotify if you want. Or if you want to buy it, you can grab it off iTunes, whatever you're feeling. I've also shipped a couple of them out. If you really want a hard copy and you want it signed, just let me know. Uh, and I'll ship that into your mailbox. Uh, guys, uh, next week we're going to be covering uh, Wedding Crashers. So look out for that. That's going to be a great episode. I'm really looking forward to Audience that. Audience choice. Audience choice, patrons. baby. Get on that Patreon. And uh, this is us from The Villain Was Right reminding you to eat the rich. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 